0: Ladies and gentlemen boys and girls Spartan is all over the world welcome back to another edition of the Sparting 160 EN podcast today is podcast number seven if I'm not mistaken and I got my usual guests I got my boy Bruno with me Bruno what's going on bro what's up
1: guys how's everyone doing um little heartbroken today but all is well
0: yeah, that's me too. That's me too. And we also got Steph here. Steph, how's it going, bro?
2: Yeah, I'm doing, uh,
0: doing pretty good. Two games, two victories,
2: even though we were eliminated. But uh, uh, today uh, we'll be through so uh, uh, throughout the podcast.
0: Yeah, yep, exactly. So um, let's start it off right away. We're going to talk about the Paz game. Sporting won 2-0 at home against Paso Ferreira. Our starting 11 was Rui Patricio. <clears throat> the back line consisted of Mark Jacuña, um Mathieu, Sebastian El Patron Coates, Stefan Ristowski. In the midfield, we had Vendel for his uh, starting debut. Uh, we had Bataglia, Bruno Fernandes, Brian Ruiz, Jelson Martins, And up front, we had Big Bad Bass Dost. Uh, Steph, give me your two cents on the game. What did you think of it? and how do we play? Okay.
2: the game uh, um
0: I didn't watch the game
2: live I um when I got home then um I recorded the game and then I won the game so it's not it's not the same as watching it live that you know when you once you know the result you know you're pretty much watching it with um like more relaxed because you already know the final result. But anyway, um different attitude from the players like I expected um, they played well better as a team more focused uh, no major mistakes liked it very much the 2-0 could have been easily 3-4-0 um, and let's let's not forget Paso just beat Football Coup Port not too long ago so yeah. that's a good uh, bullshit it's not enough Every time we win against a social team, everybody says they're not a good team. But um, so I know it's fresh on people's memories. Uh, that's actually, a pretty good team. They've been playing. Good. Whole team. Um, what 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 a, what a response to the that developed the last couple of weeks. Um, consistency was key. Uh playing like a team was key. Bazdost once again when you cross him the balls, he knows how to score. And uh just just phenomenal. Uh, Brian Louise, again uh another another great goal. He kept his composure. He picked the, the, the side of the, the goal and he he scored with a lot of class. So very, very happy with that win. It was the proper response to uh To that game, the only thing I didn't like um, is the booing to our president. Uh, We we at Sporting it's 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 a club with democracy. We can talk to our own opinion, of course. Um, Fans were not were not happy. I don't live in Lisbon. Uh, They 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 see it every day. What's going on? I read it off the newspapers, and uh, but I think. The name calling especially, if you want if you want to whistle and boot that's fine, I guess you're demonstrating how you feel about the whole situation, but the name calling why why the hell would you call names to our president he's, the, he's still our president, so we gotta we have to respect him. I didn't like Gudim Lob that much, but he was our president, and I respected him. And I've always called them president. i never called them Bruni. No. And the respect is the beautiful. And to my sport, these nations, my sporting, you know, we have to show respect for our president. We have to support him. This is the time we support him now. Uh, but enough about that. But the game was finally Dalton. What a, what a performance! So,
1: about uh, you, Bruno? Yeah, um, yeah. when I when I first saw, um, I guess the fans booing and whistling, I was, uh, I guess, a little frustrated. But at the same time, I mean, I can understand because um, of everything that's of all the drama that's been happening. Um, like you said, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I just don't think they were right in doing it. The man's our president. Um, it's it's kind of hard to say they should so respect because at times he, I guess in his presidential campaign or since he's been president, there's been times where I guess he hasn't shown you know, respect with all these posts and, and all that stuff. But you could tell that it definitely lit a fire um, in the players. Uh, there was a strong performance from the team. Basuj didn't really create uh, too much trouble. Um, there were a couple of saves that Patricio made, but for the most part, he had it. I mean, it was it was pretty much cruise control. Um, I love that Wendell was finally uh, in the starting 11. Uh, looked very promising. Um, I think with more game, uh, with more playing time, he's, he's only going to get better. Brian Reese keeps on putting good performances. Was happy to finally see him score again. Um, very nice uh, finesse shot. It, into the uh, left corner and uh, Bastos with the first goal. I mean, it was easy. It was, it was an easy win. Um, I, I kind of expected boss to be a little scrappy because, you know, they are fighting for uh, the rele- uh, relegation, I believe. So it's always going to be a little tough, a little tough playing those, those teams um, late in the season. But I think Spartan handled it uh, very, very well. Um, I just, uh, thing that sticks out to me the most, I guess, is is just the way that the fans handled, uh, I guess, the Bruncavalle situation. But again, they're entitled to, you know, however they want to demonstrate, I guess, their protest, you can call it. But uh, I don't think by any means um, he should stop continuing to be our president. That's just my opinion. Everyone's entitled to theirs. But Let's not forget, like I said, where Spartan was five years ago. Um, it's not easy to make that turnaround when we were financially struggling. We couldn't keep players. Um, I remember we had Bruma that year, and we let that gym go. Um, and ever since then, we've Brun uh, Craval has done a very good job with our youth and securing them with these uh, release clauses. As crazy as they might be, if you're, not, if you're not paying close to the release clause, you're not going. Um, and I think he's done a phenomenal job at that. Um, I think in order for there, I guess, to be a peace, if that's what you want to call it, um, I think he needs to stop being on social media. I think he needs to stop responding, um, to so many, uh, sporting fans. Um, I forget who it was on, on Sparty 160. Um, I don't know if it was Juan or Urzea who was saying that, you know, one fan, doesn't speak out for all of us, you know what I mean. So he doesn't need he doesn't need to reply to everybody. Um, you know, he he's we all know how how much of a fan he is. He needs to he needs to find that balance of being a fan when to be a fan and and when to be a president. Um, and if he can do that, uh, I don't see any reason as to why this man should not continue to be our president. But that's just my opinion on the whole thing. Um, Danny, your thoughts?
0: Yeah, no, you guys hit it um, spot on. I was just about to say the same thing that you did that. I think it was Zad that said it. The way he was saying how... Yeah, um, I think so, yeah. I think it was that And he said that Bruncavalho tends to to answer the 10% that are criticizing him. That, you know, we can tell by the last election, those 10% who they voted for and the 90% who, who they voted for. You know what I mean? So he, he constantly, you know, tries to talk to the 10% where you know, he's kind of dismissing the 90 that are already, you know, in for him and that, you know, agree with him and and, and see his point of view and, you know, are on his side. Um, And that's really my only criticism on, you know, after the last video that we made that that Bruno Carvalho's done Um, just because he doesn't... I I understand that the fans were in the wrong for for saying the the word... for calling Bruno Carvalho what they called him. must be very short-term memory and they must have forgotten or maybe they liked being a team that came seventh place. Maybe they liked being a team that didn't compete at all, um, you know, financially and and, and, and you know, athletically, sportively, whatever the word is. Um, so I, I get that, you know, you don't, you don't call them that, but at the same time, the president has to act in a different way because at the end of the day, these guys, whether they're wrong or right, they're still sparking fans. Some of them may be Sausage. So at the end of the day, you're still their president. So, you know, to sort of not throw them under the bus, but say the sort of things that they, he said, like "don't call your family members that," "don't call me that," blah blah blah. I didn't, I didn't like. Um, um, but that's about it. I, 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 you know, like we mentioned last video, I think what Bruno Kavajur said wasn't anything necessarily that harmful, and maybe needed to be said, as we can see from the postures game and and this game today. Um, going back to the postures game, real quick. Uh, Steph did a pretty good recap of it. Um, my The only complaint I have towards that is at the end, that maybe the last 10 minutes, um, the Pasferreda goalkeeper came off during an injury and they had no one else to substitute in. So they had a player in net, and Sporting refused to shoot. Um, I think Sporting should have went for the kill. Let's not forget, we have Braga still chasing our tail. Not a, Not that I think they'll catch up with us, but we need a better goal difference as it is. That was a perfect opportunity to maybe put in another two or three, or not two or three, but another goal or two. Um, I think it would have been the perfect opportunity for it. Um, Getting back to the game, uh, I just want to read some stats here from Wendell, uh, our debutante, our um, much-anticipated player. He had a uh, 100% uh, success rate, one tackle uh, done throughout the game, and one dispossession throughout the game. Um, Steph, what did you think of our, our young, our young crack that has the potential to take on the world? Uh, what did you think of his first game starting for Sporting?
2: It was a, a very pleasant surprise. Um, if he started the game, it's because JJ, he feels like he, now he understands the uh, chemistry of the team, the tactics. Um, and he showed it throughout the game that, uh, um, he will be he'll be a superstar he'll be he'll be good to go pretty soon uh the Pasofredes game was a perfect game to put him on the pitch and um he had a he had a pretty good uh, performance uh, uh we, i'll need to see a few more games to to fully see his um total repertoire but what i've seen against Fred's i was very pleased so i was very content that uh jj actually Took the initiative to start him up on the team, um, and um, and that's it. So I think I think he'll, he'll have a bright future at Sporting, and uh, I'm expecting great things from this uh, young kid. Don't forget, he's, he's very young, mm-hmm. and he, he has the uh, the uh, intentions to make the Seleção do Brasil. So. With that said, if he wants to make the national team of Brazil, he's going to have to perform. So we'll, it's a win-win situation for him and a win-win situation for Sporting for two thousand eighteen and nineteen. I mean, there's only a few games left in the, um, the league. And uh, the most important game, all of a sudden to us will be Wednesday against Football Cúpert for the Portuguese Cup. Uh, but we'll talk about that, of course. But yeah, I think it was he played he played well good enough, but uh, uh, enough. I think we'll see some some more progression as as he plays more and more games and gets to know his uh, his teammates.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. I think Wendell was uh, one of the best ones moving the ball, definitely, uh, on Paso Ferreira game. Um, let's see. I don't really have much else to add. Bruno, do you have anything else to add about this uh, Paso Ferreira game? Maybe who your man of the match was or anything like that?
1: Uh, as far as my man of the match, eh, if I had to pick one, I'd either pick uh, Battaglia or even Brian Ruiz. Um, I think Brian Ruiz has put in a very, very uh, strong month. Um, with with his uh, not just this game, but his his past performance, and even in the game today that we'll touch um in a little bit. But I, I think Brian Ruiz has answered his critics. I think we've all been uh, very tough on him. Um, I guess we kind of forgot you know, how impactful he can be, like he was. Uh, I think it was two years ago when we were, uh, pretty much had the title one up until the end. Uh, and he had an exceptional season. I think if Brian Reese, uh, like I said on another podcast, if he would have played from the beginning of the season, uh, instead of, you know, this question mark being thrown over his head, is he staying? Is he going? I think he could have been, uh, played a lot, uh, a lot, uh, be more of a key player, I guess, in this team. Um, and if he returns next year, I wouldn't mind at all. Um, as, especially cause it'd give us another player to rotate. So, I mean, he's definitely put in, uh, performances these, these past months that, you know, I have absolutely no problem if he does return next year.
0: Yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. Uh, Brian Bleach has been sound out this, this, um, this month especially. I think I just wanted to mention before we forget, or maybe we, it was been mentioned in the past, but I didn't hear it. Uh, just a Bruno Fernandes Fernand appreciation um, comment right now. This kid can pass the ball with his feet. He can even get an assist with his head, as we've seen against Paso Freire for the first goal. Uh, lovely assist from, from Bruno Fernandes. Keep it up, kid. Uh, Steph, any last words on the Paso Freire game before we move on? Anything at all? It could be with Bruno uh, Carvalho as well and even the yeah. game itself. Well, the the only thing we'll talk about Ron Carvalho, like we said
2: before the podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. later in on, more, in more detail. But but the, but the, because it's linked to that game, the the reason why he said what he said, which he shouldn't have said, I, I agree, because even Pedro Pedreriz who was Sporting Center, they they, uh, they 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 hit right on the on the on the head of the nail. He shouldn't have said what he said about as know sorta a family. Yeah, we are. Because so, so, sportinguista, we are part of your family. Mm-hmm. That's how we think. So, just because a sportinguista doesn't see it the same way I, I see it, he's still a Sportingista. Uh, uh, like PMR, Uber, Madre Rodriguez. I'm not a big fan of him. But he's a Sportingista, so he he owes my respect. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So, so when when he was saying that, I think he was mentioning that to that to those. What he considers the 10%, not necessarily every er, Sportingista, but the opposition, because in his mind, like if you read his his uh, his, his posts on uh, on Facebook, the last ones, because now he closed his Facebook page, and that was a good move. He d- he did mention specifically uh, in the stadium where the noise was coming from, and those specific areas of the stadium. That's where the opposition is. So I don't think he meant that to the to all the Spartan It was just to those very few. Mm-hmm. Just to make it clear why he said what he said. He didn't mean it to me, you, you know, or the majority of the stadium. It was m- more more in in direction of that specific crowd that that has those those signs saying rua the meat, to it was yeah. specifically for those minority, But, nevertheless, he shouldn't have said it. Because it's Sporting even if they don't like him. And him as the president, he has to take the high road. And a perfect example that um, I believe it was Pedro, he mentioned on Sporting Eastern. He said that uh, after Barcelona was eliminated from the playoffs, the president of Barcelona went to Twitter. And he said, hey, uh, it's the moments like this that we have to stick together with the club and the fans. And then he took a look at the comments, and you still have Barcelona fans calling him Fria da puta, because mm-hmm. he did. He said what he said. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you say uh, hey or nay, you're still going to be criticized. But as the president, you always have to support your fans, even the ones that don't like you. So, And I agree with what you said, the, what you mentioned was Numa uh, that he was focusing more on three people of the opposition instead of the 90% that were looking at him. So he, he's focusing too much on little things, answering to Juan Sportingista on Facebook and stuff like that. He should be focusing on us, the 90%, the one that voted for him, the 10%. There's nothing you can do. If they're not going to like it, they're not going to like you. So... Stop focusing on them, answering every question or every stupidity they mention, mm-hmm. and focus on us, and then take the high road, and that's all I got to say.
0: I agree 100%. Um, all Um right, we'll get more into the Bruno Carvalho just a little later on. I guess there might not be much more to say, but we'll still hit on that point. Um Let's talk about the game today, because there's a lot of talking points on today's game. Um Sporting won 1-0 against Atletico Madrid at home. Unfortunately, the one nothing wasn't enough uh, to get our aggregate score up. Um, we needed at least two goals to tie the aggregate, three goals to win it, uh, barring that Atletico doesn't, uh, didn't score any goals, which they didn't. Our starting 11 um, was a little bit of a mix-up. Uh, sort of quote-unquote invento, he invented today, but in a good way, because we performed fabulously. Um, in that, we had Rui Patricio. We had a back three or a back five, depending on how you want to look at it, with Mathieu, Sebastian Coates, and Andre Pinto. As wing backs, we had Listovsky and uh, Marcus Sacuña In the midfield, we had Bataglia and uh, Brian Ruiz, Bruno Fernandes, and Jelson Martins. And up front, we had the goal scorer, Freddie Montero. Um, I'll start with Bruno because I started with Steph last time. Bruno, give me your thoughts on the game.
1: Ah. Uh. It was a hell of a game, man. Um, I think JJ got the tactics spot on. I loved how he was playing the high line. He was playing the offside trap. Um, Atletico couldn't get past it, um, except for in the second half. But uh, as far as the first half goes, we did an excellent job. Um, I think Acuna... Uh, was my man of the match, um, Bataglia with the strong second. I think I think those were the the two best players um, on the pitch. Not to take away from anybody else because I I think as a whole we, we played uh, we played with a passion. The players played for the shirt. Um, it was great to watch. Uh, but going back to Acuna, uh, he plays with such a passion, man. Um, he plays with that rasa today, and, and I loved it. Uh, that tackle uh that Fernando Torres got from behind. He said, uh-uh, you ain't getting away with that. He <laughs> turns back and uh just goes ham on him pretty much. Um and I love seeing that. I love seeing that. Um unfortunately uh we weren't we created a lot of opportunities. Uh Gelson unfortunately just uh can't header a ball, it seems like. Um nothing against him. It's not, you know, it's not what he does anyway. He's a winger, uh, yeah. but that that's I think that's an area um he's gonna need to improve on in the in the future. I think Brian Reese put it in another exceptional performance today, and I was actually uh quite sad that he got subbed out because when the Ribeiro Rivedu came in, I think he did absolutely zero, nothing for us um he had no idea what to do with the ball; he looked like a player who was confused uh a player with no confidence um I don't think he should be back next year at all again, I don't know why we got him, but it, it is what it is, and uh all in all, I can't I can't be upset because we did win the game. We did win the game. But unfortunately, it just wasn't enough. And Atletico is as bad as they – because they definitely underperformed. That back line that they have is just world-class. Uh, Diego, indeed, Juan Fran, um, even the young kid, Hernandez and Savic. I mean, they're absolutely tremendous. And I thought on a corner that Guad's got – was, mm. He just so much power on it. I thought it was in, And O'Block just said not today. Um it was it was a hell of a save. He had another great save on a fernand's shot. Um and O'Block was absolutely world class. Rui Patricio came up big for us too a couple of times against Griezmann. Um the only thing I guess the only critical or the one bat negative thing I have to say is JJ on the subs. Uh the first one, Petrovic. He surprised me today, and he was playing as a center back, Uh, probably his best game in a sporting shirt, I think, definitely. um, He showed a lot of composure, a lot of technique. Um, I have really nothing bad to say about Petrovic. Uh, maybe that's where he should be playing as a center back. I don't know. Uh, but what I didn't like was Ruben Ruedo coming on for of Brian Reese, because I think we lost a little bit in the midfield. And then I think Dumbia, because I knew we were going to put in another striker, but I think Dumbia should have came in earlier. I think he should have came in in the 70th minute, not in the 81st. I think it was too little, too late at that time, because the players were exhausted, man. Um, you know, playing the way they did for, for that long, you could see in the second half uh, that the level of play dropped a little bit, because it it, it, it was it's understandable, because it's tired legs. Um, So that's pretty much my take on the game.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, Steph, what's your thoughts on the game?
2: Basically, I'll piggyback off uh, of uh, Bruno. And um, I I feel exactly the same way. Um, I think it was one of our best performances of uh, this season. Uh, We played full of confidence, like Lions. Like, we we expecting them to play. I mean well, where where has been the sporting? thing? if if we know how to play football just like we showed today, why don't we play the same way every time? So what are we saying? That Brun Carvalho by saying what he said, he put he lit the fire under their butts and now they're playing like they're supposed to? So mm-hmm. they kind of they kind of agreeing with what Brun Carvalho said. they wanna they wanna prove him wrong? Well today they did. They did. They showed that they can play like, like one hundred percent, give it all. I, I saw everyone like sweating their butt off, going for the second, third ball. We play much more aggressive than Atletico Athletic de Madrid. We actually embarrassed them. I hope the Spanish media today does the opposite of last week, because last week they called us a bunch of clowns. So this week they should call Athletic de Madrid today, and tomorrow, a bunch of clowns. Because we outperformed them by a mile. We played better than them. Only at the end, Griezmann had two chances of goal. One played save by uh, by Julio Patricio, and another one he missed by millimeters. But that's because Sporting was trying to, to score the second goal. But besides that, Diego, Diego Costa, I didn't see him at all. We, we He didn't perform at all. The whole sporting team, I have to say, two thumbs up. wide performance! Very proud of my team. But now, hey, guess what? Sunday we're playing at Belen. Belen's. Mm-hmm. They better play. They better play the same way because Belen's is playing great, great football. And it's a local so, derby too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they play well against Belen's the way they did at Laque de Madrid, I have no doubt that we win and we'll have our weapons back. Uh, yep. For sure, we'll have we'll have uh, Fabricio in and we'll have Dos. They didn't play today; they were arrested. and maybe William Carvalho, It's a maybe, because I think they're trying to to get him at one hundred percent for Wednesday against Porto. Which is uh, that two. Both games are important, but f- we know why the um, Porto game became more important because b- b- technically, and to be totally honest, that's the only trophy now that we can conquer. The Liga knows it's kind. We we have to wait for people to slip. We six points away from BeFica, five from from Porto. I mean, it's a lot of moving parts. Okay. Mathematically, it's it's possible, but realistically, let's be realistic. Ah, it's very shaky, you know. But nevertheless, uh, about the Athletic Madrid, the game, we outperformed The second this is a team that's in second position in Spain. We didn't lose five nothing against Basilea or Liverpool. Don't tell me Liverpool is better better than Atlético Madrid. Well, maybe now it is because they actually playing pretty good Liverpool.
1: No, I don't think wow. so. I don't think they're better than well, the team.
2: Well, they, they, they won 2-1 against Manchester City, and they're in third place in the Premier League. Oh, Bob, so, you, so cool.
1: But Manchester City always craps the bed going up against Liverpool.
2: I know it, it doesn't matter, but they're
1: playing good uh, good football. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of static.
1: Yeah, there is. Might be Danny. Hello,
0: yeah, Danny. Hello, hello. Is it still static? Uh, no, yeah, you're good. He... My thing just yeah. signed me off, man. My bad, guys. Anyways, continue. Oh, that's
2: cool. Anyway, but anyway, to wrap it up with the Athletic Madrid game, we 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 played well. You know, by by, uh, we didn't just need a little bit of luck to score the second goal. Oblak was amazing. He pulled up some amazing saves. I still remember a a clear shot uh, to go for Montero, but inside the box, but very weak, easy for him to defend. But, uh, hey, we didn't have that uh, little star that sometimes you need. But, you know, it's one of those games that I've always said... uh, Hello?
0: Yeah, yeah, we hear you.
2: Okay. It's one of those games I've always said, listen... Even if you play well, but we don't win this time, we won, but we, we, um, we basically out of uh, the Liga Europa. I would still support my team, and here I am. We we out of the playoffs, we out of the Liga Europa, but I'm very proud of my team. We put a performance, a great performance. So I would never criticize my team when they play well and within advance. It's just the way it is. Football is funny. Look at Real Madrid yesterday. They yeah. lost three one and they advanced with a a maybe shaky penalty because if it was in the other side of the field i don't know if the referee would have called it against real madrid i don't know if they would have mm. you know and that's and that's the debate they called yeah. it against juventus would it, they they've called it against real madrid it was a shaky penalty 50-50 but anyway so so sporting played well and i'm very proud of, of being a Spartanista. and uh, and uh, great performance and it just shows me that maybe Brun Carvalho was correct in a few things he said. So yep. uh, I, I'm just expecting them to play the same on Sunday and Wednesday, and uh, we're more than capable of winning every single game from now on. Uh, now we don't have any more two games per week, exception for the following week because we will play with w- w- Sunday yeah. and Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, and and that's all. Great performance. Very proud of my team. Great, great, great performance. That's
0: all. Yeah, I agree. Just to give him my two cents really quickly, because I think you guys hit it in perfectly. Um, you know, you can't fault the boys when they put a hard uh, perform, performance like that. You can't really fault them. Um, we did more than enough to get at least two goals today. Um, the Quatch was a big save on Oblock. Gelson um, should have done a bit better, but okay, that's not his game. I get that. But um, that was a big opportunity missed. The Brian Ruiz shot. What an incredible save from block. What an incredible shot from Brian Ruiz! Um, and then, of course, Montaigne scores the goal. I'm just mentioning this because um, Diego Simeone said that t- the fair result would have been a tie because they only had two opportunities. Right, um You know, one that's that's I don't I don't see that to be true because you have to bury those chances. And two, nonetheless, those are your only two opportunities. I think over the the two legs, we had at least a like solid eight. Sought like clear cut chances to score that that we didn't. Um, the only sad thing is is um, this just it, it means that the goal missed by Freddie Montero in uh, the last leg is that much more important um, because if he scored that goal, we would have went through. But all right, what can you do? Um, you can't you can't uh, fault but, the boys,
2: but, at the same, but but at the same time, you could you could say also if uh, I was send bags didn't make those two mistakes 100%
0: yep, you're right
2: two goals <laughs> you know it could go both ways you know for sure i
0: think that the story of this tie for us is is us making too much mistakes that is that is 100% for sure yeah um, we
1: beat ourselves
0: yeah yep. exactly it, yep. it's it's not that you know losing 2-1 to like i've mentioned last week losing 2-0 to atletico losing 2-1 on aggregate to atletico is nothing to be ashamed of um you know it's it's not another i'm not going to mention that team but you know i mean it's nothing to be ashamed of this is atletico madrid um it's just the manner of which we we lost it is is definitely upsetting um and yeah no it was it was an exceptional game i'm surprised we played so well by playing three in the back because the last the last few times we played three at the back with george zuge it hasn't panned out well um i'm glad to see that they've worked on it more and more in the training ground this is a a decent tactic to go to if if um you know playing a, away or or playing a big team which is coming up. We have two big games coming up against Porto and BeFica, and of course Bilanis. But I think with Bilanis, we can attack more comfortably and and play a lot more comfortably than we did these two ties and against those big teams. And um, yeah, heartbreaking heartbreaking the result, but the performance uh at least it leaves us proud because at the end of the day, we're still you know quote unquote little old Sparting. Um, anyways, uh, Steph, I know Bruno mentioned it. Steph, who's your man of the match from today? There's a lot of standout performances, but who do you think was our better, was our best player today? Um,
2: I don't have a, a best player that, uh, I love, uh, I, I love the, uh, uh, the team, the, the team spirit, the team chemistry. That's, mm. that's my play of the game. It's the team itself who play quickly first touch uh, when we had to hold the ball, we held the ball. Um, but uh, I don't have a man of uh, the match. Uh, everyone played really well. They just showed that uh, they're great professionals. And uh, when when you point the finger at them and you heard their, their pride, they actually they could play some amazing football. And today they played some amazing football. I mean, Ujelso Martinez, if he wants to one day get, get a... Uh, a uh, ballon d'or he's mm-hmm. gonna have to improve a lot because then it's just gonna be he could have been because uh, i love the guy, don't get me wrong, but he's taking too long to to um to evolve as far as with the with his head with his left foot and believe me, those big clubs when they sing you know their assistant coach or their scouting department they taking notes. They take your notes. The guy is good. He's explosive. He's great. But with his head, he sucks. Yeah, he can't can't finish.
0: He can't finish in general. Even with his right, he doesn't score that many goals.
2: Yeah. And he's taking too long. If he wants to go next year and make the jump, I wish him good luck. But he could end up like Renato says, you know. Mm -hmm. I hope not. Of course not. You know what I mean? Or Joan Mari is struggling too. Uh, Because the the thing is, these players have to... I have to put in their head. I, w- if I want to be like Christina Ronaldo, for example, I have to get better and better. I have to stay, may I have to be in practice maybe late later than everybody else, and I perform everybody else because I suck with my left foot. I suck, uh, suck with the headers. So let me practice a little bit longer, you know. And uh, I don't know if he does that. Maybe he does, but uh, from what we've seen, it's like. Game after game, oh, he's not good with his head. Well, he should be because you've been it with something for X amount of time under the same coach, so you should be evolving. That cross was phenomenal for Macuna, yeah. and he went unnoticed. The cross, when it's not a goal, it goes unnoticed. We noticed it because we Sportingistas, but the other fans from other clubs, they don't. They, they're not going to pay attention to it because it was not a goal. Imagine if that cross, that superb cross, if, if Justin Martins, at least he, 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 had, he, he made O'Block pull up a good save. He totally missed it, but not even hit the target. He missed it. If, if it would have been a goal, everyone would have been talking about what a great cross, and he wouldn't have noticed. But anyway, so the, the whole team had a great performance. But, you know, in a negative note, Justin Martins is taking a little bit too long in evolving with his headers and left foot. And, hey, if sporting Geassers will get mad at me because I'm speaking the truth, watch it, and then give your comments on Twitter and let me know, and you'll see what I'm seeing. That's all.
0: A hundred percent. And we encourage this interaction on Twitter, by the way, to all those listening. Please hit us up with your thoughts and everything on Twitter, or even on here on YouTube on the comments. We'll definitely get back to you. Um, all right. Uh, let's quickly. I know uh, Bruno, you spoke a bit about it. Um, but mm-hmm. what do you think? Like the the substitutions that you mentioned. Do you think it was the right personnel? I I know Petrovic was kind of forced, and we had no other option. But you know, r- mainly Ruben Ribeiro. Do you think? The, the performance that Brian Ruiz was having, do you think Ruben Ribeiro should have came in? Do you think maybe somebody else or well, what do you, what did, what did you make of that whole situation?
1: Um, I think Ruben Ribeiro should have been left at Rio Ave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, in all honesty, um, uh, two things, two things. Uh, The Petrovic one uh, scared me, but, you know, it was a forced stop. I actually thought Bellino was going to come in. But yeah. uh, like I said, credit to Petrovic. He had a hell of a game. Maybe center back should be the position he plays instead of midfield. I don't know. Uh, maybe JJ found a found the gem there. I don't know. But Ruben Ribeiro is just – if you guys watch him, he offers absolutely nothing. I know he's had one or two games where he's done – decently like above average but he, he's just a player that does nothing literally he can't cross the ball he can't shoot um he looks for help every chance he gets because he can't do anything with the ball there's no creativity uh I, I think it was a really really bad call on JJ to go after him in January um and the only other thing is Dumbia I think uh he should have came in a lot earlier because yeah, I think he came in, it was the 81st minute. I would have put him in in and, and the 70th minute, um, especially because we needed a goal. I don't think um, Dumbia, who's been out for so long, 10 minutes, I don't think that was enough for him to get warmed up. I think he needed a good 20, 25, maybe even half an hour. Um, so those are just my takes on, on the subs that JJ made. So he got one out of, one out of three, right?
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's a shame that Rafael León was injured. Uh, because I think this, yeah, for this, sure. this game would have been really good for him. He would have used his pace to get in behind Godin and Savic. And he was also a bit taller than Dumbia. Towards the end, we were really crossing the ball to essentially nobody because, unfortunately, Vazdos wasn't there to, to collect it. Um, I agree 100% with you. Ruben Ribeiro was the wrong guy. I, I still don't forget, um, just towards the Christmas break, he was rumored to Porto and to Spartan. And me and Steph were talking about it and we were saying how we, we think he's going to Porto, and we even hope that he's going to Porto because um, he's not really sporting quality. He's, you know, one of – you know, he's like a Heldon. He's like a Hernani where uh, he's not that – he's not – he's good for, like, the littler teams in Portugal to really cause a threat against us. He's not good enough to play for us, if that makes any sense. Um, so, yeah, I agree 100% with you there. Um, Asi- I have really nothing else to say about this game, aside from Fernando Torres could have probably gotten a red card. If that was a sporting player, I see us getting a red card for that. Um, but okay, I'm not too upset about that not being a red card. That was, you know, hit or miss. Um, Steph, any last thoughts on the game? Anything you left out? Anything you want to say about this game? Yeah, uh,
2: about the subs. I'm going to put my two cents for the sorry, Yeah, no, it's, it's cool Don't worry about. The, the subs, I, I agree with um, almost everything you guys say, with one ex- exception. Um, the um, I wouldn't have taken out Brian Ruiz. I would have taken out uh, mm-hmm. Bruno Fernandes because he was exhausted. Bru- uh, Brian Ruiz was actually the one uh, he, uh, dispersing the game. He was actually mm-hmm. playing great at that time. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, I love him, but he's exhausted. He's been playing every single game. So, uh, and and uh, a lot of sporting uses on on Twitters, you know. We when we give our opinion, we're just giving our opinion. We don't we don't represent Sporting club Portugal. We're just fans. Mm. So you know we're not experts either. But you know I see what I see, and what I saw was Bruno Fernandes being totally exhausted. At one point, he he, he was pacing himself going back, and Bruno, believe it or not, he still looked good. So I think he should have coming out. And instead of uh, Ruben Ribeiro, I would have put uh, Rafael Barbosa. Mm-hmm. Why not? He's been playing great in the B team, and you had him on the bench. Why not try a young player that's been playing great? If you put him on this on on this uh, 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 stage of the game, you know he, he probably is going to be mesmerized, and he's going to be playing great. And yeah. you know, and and Dumbia, we gave him so many chances. And I agree with Bruno. He should have come in maybe a minute 70. But if even if he did, I don't think he would have had any impact. And again, I would have pulled the, uh, the, the new kid, who, uh, Elvis Balde. Uh, call me crazy, but if, if JJ called them, those two, it's because they have quality, now,
0: And they so, trained with the so, team. It has yes, to be, so,
2: so why not put two, two, two boots with fresh legs? M- maybe... You know, like, they'll be super, super, super motivated. Could have done something crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Dumbia even coming in at the 81st minute, he still played 12 minutes with the uh, additional time of three minutes. He didn't do jack shit. He tried to dribble half of the defense and he lost the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the same thing happened last game he played and last game he played and last game we played. (laughs) Dumbia... Dumbia was a fuck-up. It was a bad contratação. That's it. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. I've given up on Dumbia a
0: long time ago.
2: Yeah. Don't give me the bullshit that a don't know how to take Come on. We gave him a lot of chances. It's not that JJ didn't give him chances. He gave him chances. but
1: I mean, yeah... the.
2: I don't know. He doesn't click at Sparty. And it happens sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean, the yeah. truth hurts. Like, the truth hurts. Like, I, I, I get it. They're playing for Spartan, I get it. We should be supportive. I get all that. But God damn it, if you suck, you suck. Like, we have to be honest. We can't sit here and pretend, oh, Ruben Ribeiro, who knows? Maybe next year he's going to be a star. No, the hell he's not. I'm not going to sit here and lie and, and, and look forward to Ruben and Ribeiro next season or even Dumbia. These are players that should not be on the team. We messed up. Okay, let's admit it. We messed up. Let's get rid of them. Let's bring in you guys. That's it. That's it. I That's mean,
2: it. I think I think Dumbia is, a, is an awesome player, great player, but... He's not a good fit for sporting. I think his cycle is over. That's, that's exactly it.
0: One. Yeah. I think with Dumbia, that's exactly it. I think Ruben Ribeiro is the only one where, he, like I mentioned before, he's these type of players in the Portuguese league that look good enough for a big team but aren't. You know what I mean? He's yes. 30 years old. I think if he really was that great, he would have gotten a chance or a look in earlier. He wouldn't have... You know, let's not forget, Ruben Ribeiro has been in multiple different Portuguese teams. He's been in Riwav before Riwav. He was in Boavista. in Bovista. And before Boavista, he was somewhere else that I can't remember. He would have been on the radars of, of he would have been on our radars or on Porto radars or on Befica radars a lot, a lot sooner than now in his 30s or in his late 20s. You know what I mean? Yeah, I completely, I completely agree.
2: Remember the player, Caicedo?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. My, yeah. my girlfriend's Ecuadorian. I never let him forget about that.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah. so, he comes so, from there. So, so. So,
0: remember, he you, you went to
2: Spain, and he's doing great in Spain. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it's just sometimes in certain teams, plays don't – it's not a good fit. It, yeah, it yeah. happens. It, mm-hmm. Dubia might go to uh, a, a, a Spanish team or a French team, and they might have a great season. and We might say, what the hell happened? He just didn't fit in with the tactics, with the chemistry of the team, and sometimes it happens. Uh, yeah. You know – like Jonathan Silva, he was so, so at sporting, and now he's doing great in Italy. So you know, it, it it just it just happens. And you know, to to move on with uh with our podcast, you know, the substitutions. Um, I would have done it differently. Uh, I I know what JJ did. He, he he looked at the experience. I'm going to put uh, Ruben Ribeiro because he has experience. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Dumba uh, because he has experience. Uh, but the experience didn't bring anything extra into the game. And, Let me uh, just
0: piggyback back on something you just said uh, prior because I actually liked it a lot where you were saying Rafael Barbosa for Brian Ruiz. I would I actually think that would have been a better move. R- Not R- for Brian
2: Ruiz. R- for R- Bruno R-
0: Fernandes. R- okay, I would just change yeah. it up and just say Brian Ruiz only because towards the end, Brian Ruiz started looking like he was gassed as well. And also Bruno Fernandes is that kind of player that at any, you know switch of you know anything he can he can create something out of nothing out of nowhere he's he's definitely our star player this season but either or let me just i'll, I'll say this i, I think Rafael Bar- Barbosa should have came in for Brian Ruiz if 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 JJ was going to make that switch simply because when Ruben Ribeiro came on he went out wide and our midfield got so much more you know open and more that that is really the main cause of of Griezmann going in twice and you know, obviously not being good enough for, for big boy Hui Patricio, you know, um, which should be his. I think Hui Patricio is going to show up in Griezmann's nightmares again. Um, but I think that that move would have been better just because we would have had another central player. We'd have had somebody else in that, you know, midfield to at least if not, if if he does get too afraid of the occasion, you know, it's a, it's definitely a hit or miss. You can be a hungry young player dying to get his opportunity and he shines. Or he could be, you know, you know, very little and and, and fall nervous and, and fall short of the occasion. It's a hit or miss for sure, but at least we well, had somebody there well, in that midfield to at least solidify it more and not have those two counterattacks that could have killed our, our our dream a lot sooner than than you know at the end of the game. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean, but you know what? Guess what? Now we'll never know.
0: For sure. It's easy. It's easy to say this. In, it's easy to say this in hindsight, but of course, of yeah, course, right. not, you never no, know that will
2: never know because because the put to Rafael Barbosa, he's got a good kick from the outside. I've seen him scoring some oh, yeah. amazing goals from to the juniors in a equipe Some amazing goals. This kid, you know, s- s- since I've watched Sporting uh, TV, has an amazing kid, an amazing vision, and right. great final pass, great, and you know it, it, that's what pisses me off sometimes. Uh, uh, today JJ was good with the the, the the tactics. I'm I'm not putting him down, but mm-hmm. sometimes he he to come up with u- and not be afraid to say, "Olha, vou pôr o or vai tudo ou nada, vai 80, you 80." Know?
0: It's
2: because at that at that point of the game, you need a second goal. So yep. so Ruben yeah. Ribeiro is he, more of a like you said, like with Nani and uh, do do Porto. He doesn't belong to Porto, but How you know. Been? Yeah, Elden do. The sporting,
0: you know, they, they, right.
2: they, they will never be good for the big three, but good enough for Braga, Guimarães, and mm-hmm. Nance. to challenge and, us. Yeah, and, you know, and we made a mistake in the winter. It's not the, the guy's fault. It's not Ruben Ribery's fault. But he's not a sporting player by any means. No, I totally agree with you guys.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Bruno, anything that you think you might have left off before we talk? Just a little bit more about the Bruno Carvalho players' sporting situation? Uh,
1: as far as the Atletico game goes, um, no, not really. Um, like I said, it, it was proud performance. Um, Simeone, uh, I think he got the changes right in the uh, second half to make uh, Atletico more sound defensively. Um, we weren't as potent as we were in the first half, but I also think that's due to the just the players being exhausted from running up and down the whole, uh, pretty much the whole game. So that's it.
0: All right. Let's um, get a little bit more back into the Bruno Carvalho situation. Um, I'll start this off. Uh, Steph or Bruno, you guys can fight for who you want to a- answer. I think I know your answer, but we'll just get a little bit more deep into it. Maybe I'll play devil's advocate. Is Bruno Carvalho at fault for the change in attitude or or these performances? Can we blame Bruno Carvalho for, you know, lighting a fire under these players' ass?
2: Okay, you mean can you can we give him credit?
0: Give him credit, give him yeah, blame him. I say blaming just because, you know, people want to blame Bruno Carvalho for everything. And everything, especially the rivals across the street, which I don't give a fuck about, but now, you know, I,
2: that, I just that, said that, that intentionally.
0: Got gotcha. That <laughs> I don't
2: give two fucks. I don't give the I don't give two fucks about the opinion of Francisco Portis. <laughs> I can care less what he think. You know. Yeah. <laughs> now, that the, their opinions counts counts nothing for me because they want to make Bruno Bruno Carvalho look like a villain, villain meaning in in English the bad guy, when Pintercos is more corrupted than uh, than uh, Al Capone himself and Orelas. Is more corrupt than uh, than uh, the Italian mafia. Uh, mm. With that said, Bruno Carvalho is is at fault because he's a true Sportingista, and he bleeds Sportingista, and he, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, he can't separate being a fan and the president. And I think he's learning now the hard way. Well, I'm hoping he he, he has learned it the hard way. But you know, like. But no, nah, I don't give two shits about the opin- opinion of Benfica e But, <laughs> Sporting Sportingistas, yes, of course. Oppositions, the ones that agree with me and disagree with me, I'm always going to listen to them. I, I value their opinion very much. But, uh, going back to Bon Carvalho, what he did with the uh, posting on Facebook, uh, it, he could have avoided it. But, Why was this post more important than the other ones? That's because the media blew it out of proportion. It was more the media than anybody else because they needed an escape goat. If you look at the Portuguese TV now, it's embarrassing. They stopped every show just to talk about Bruno Carvalho.
0: Yeah. You noticed that? It's a joke. Um, And he just had a kid. He had a kid this weekend, and even still, mm -hmm. they were talking about. um, his, His wife, wife and yeah. all of that—it it was disgusting at points. Definitely disgusting.
2: That was the MTV, Correio da Manhã. Yeah. But, but see, this is this is the
0: problem. We know Correio da Manhã is a piece of shit. But why is then Bruno Carvalho then calling in that that station? That's the only desperate. thing that I That's
2: hate. Why. He was desperate. He made a mistake. He was Listen, now that uh, all of a sudden everyone became a doctor in Portugal. Everyone is a psychologist.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. I've seen that too. That's such a joke.
1: Oh, everyone everyone got their degree in a week. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: I've I, I never seen so many doctors. It's mm. unbelievable. I, yeah. I, I think I even saw a, a, a veterinarian. Oh, guys, what you're talking but you know, I was like, my God, the guy just—he was just talking about sporting, and all of a sudden they stopped talking about uh, vouchers, emails, uh, APJ. The Benfica, de repente, são uns santos do caralho. Nada se passa agora. It's amazing, isn't it? They, yep. They're focusing on, on our president. And then we have a bunch of losers all they want is take his place because they want to make money. Let's not be fooled. A lot of these supposedly candidates when there's not even elections, they're already yeah. saying there's no elections, buddy. Why, why are you saying you you uh, you a candidate only count, man? Wait until May at least or June or you know summertime to debate these things and call a a a, a general assembly. there's one schedule, but that's for financial purposes. It's not even for that. There's one schedule for the Fourth of May. I just read on the newspapers It's something completely right. different. They're trying to delay uh, some some source of obligations uh, for the uh, for September. so nothing to do with this. But you know, to wrap it up, so, so then Bruno can talk a little bit about it. Bruno Carvalho is at the fault because the the way he said things. But to sporting players, not to befikies or portices, I don't know why they're putting their nose into our business. Because I don't give a shit what happens in the, in their house. So why are you putting? But you should be you should be concerned about the emails and uh, and uh, vouchers and all that stuff and the refuse you buy. Don't worry about us. But anyway. Uh, I hope Brun Carvalho has, has learned from this experience. Uh, I think he has. The first step he did was to close his Facebook account. So you're no longer, no longer going to be using the Facebook account. Uh, I don't know from any source. I just know from uh, little pieces and bits of uh, from the newspapers. So it's not a guaranteed source. But apparently... He's uh he's resting now because of the birth of his little beautiful girl Leonor. Parabéns também mm-hmm. ao nosso presidente. Um, and he's supporting his wife Joanna. She just gave birth, so so now he's resting, taking care of his, his family, uh, and that's what he should be doing so he can recharge the his batteries. The the guy was in in, in a lot of stress. He, he wouldn't even sleep. This guy, I mean, he lived, he breathed, he ate, he he drank, supporting that's all he did and some people don't don't realize that that this guy really cares about sporting and he, he me personally my my own humble opinion and i'm not a doctor i'm not a veterinarian i'm just a simple guy that lives in middletown in Delaware. <laughs> i really think he was really stressed out yeah. you know and then taking this break is very needed and i i hope i hope what he does is basically shows that uh he takes a step back. He apologizes to the fans. He shouldn't have said what he said after the game. I'm against that too. He shouldn't have said that. That's, that's really not the way to, to, to be as a president. And he, if he's capable of apologizing to, to the fans, and uh, instead of him speaking so much, he has Nun Aiva. He has his vice president. Let them do the, the fight for you. You can do things behind closed doors, you know. So I don't think he should. uh, He should quit. I'm against that. That Mm -hmm. I don't agree. I don't agree, Il Dimitris. I don't. I think he's still capable. I think we owe him one more chance at least. Let's give him one more chance. Let's see what he's got, and let's see if he's learned from his mistakes. If he can, if he can, basically be quiet and only speak when he needs to speak. Because you'll have to once in a while, but if he does it carefully, without without uh, you know, trying to answer the, those ten percent. I don't know why he focuses so much on those ten percent. Focus on me, on you, on Danny, on Bruno, on Brito, on Zé Juan Pedro, or yeah. everyone that, that that supports him, and the ten percent that want they want attention. Let them talk to the wall. Who gives it to you to what they think? They try to get on your nerves and they get on his nerves and then they win by by his little outbursts. He has to stop with that. But, you know, what he said was ac- actually correct. The team played better against Paz and played better against Madrid. It woke them up big time. But if I was Bruno Carvalho today, I would go to the Balneário, I would talk to my players and I would tell them, listen, I apologize. I, mean, I shouldn't have said what I said and it won't happen again. You can... You can trust me, and then I would tell them. But you guys shouldn't have posted th- what you did on Instagram after we decided to have a meeting. Before the meeting, you posted that on Instagram because that's what happened. They reunião. Yeah. and then before the reunião, they posted on Instagram the players who communicate those. So they shouldn't have done that too because they forget who pays them. It's us, the fans. Uh, I pay as um, whoever buys the game boxes, the patrocinadores. And that's one thing that people... I'm going to finish up in two minutes. That's one thing Take that time, people bro. don't realize. If if you ask for this president to, to quit, do you know how much money we're going to be in the hole? Because when you ask for mass Geral, it's expensive. Now, this president and this administration they they have a lot of deals with the bank and patrocinadores and parceiros and partners. When you replace the whole administration and put a new one, those deals now, it's very shady because now you're dealing with a totally different administration. So the best thing, the worst case scenario would be for him to quit, and then I believe that the vice president, of Vieira, Carlos Vieira, and then him replacing him and staying up until the full mandat or until until the summertime. OK, so so there's no uh, there's not a, a lot of changes. And then financially, we, know, we don't go in the hole because the estimation is like 30 million dollars. If we go for new elections in the hole, 30 million dollars, the deals in mm-hmm. the hole, if you go for new elections, that's how much they, they estimate. So that's a very bad move. I don't know why they, they these Sportingistas, the, the, the cop slates just because they were born in Portugal and, and in Lisbon, they think they're more Sportingistas que eu. So, caralho. Because they don't think. They only think about themselves. They're very selfish. They they think, oh, I want to be the president. Because the minute you go to Sporting, everybody's going to get to know you. So if you have uma empresa, it's going to go up. Your stockings, your merchandise, you're going to sell more and more and more. So these people, they're very selfish, but you know. Uh, so 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 Bruno can be next. All I can say is, I I like what I see. Bruno Cavalli is taking some time off. He's gonna he's gonna have to do a lot of uh, behind the closed doors, a lot of uh, deals, uh, a lot of apologies. I'm I'm pretty sure he's he's made some phone calls, because he has to. He has to make some phone calls to some partners that were pretty upset. He has to promise them he won't have any more of those outbursts. And then if he does all that, if he's successful behind closed doors, I think people will be capable of forgiving him. Uh, And then if he wants to forgive, you know, ask for, uh, say, I'm sorry to some people behind closed doors, be it. He doesn't have to be publicly. And uh, if that's the case, I think he should still stay. But if he doesn't, if he does it again, I don't know if he can last for much too too much longer. If he has another outburst like that, you know, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. But uh, after uh, after this, if he still new if he doesn't learn, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be able to stay for another three years because he has three years left. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if he can last that long. He has to he has to be able to delegate. Delegate. You're the president. Delegate. Deixa o not será a falar. Deixa os vice-presidentes falar. Let your coach talk. Let your assistant coach talk. Let let your team manager, Andres Rales, fall out. Why is Andres Rals there then? He should be talking. You know? He he's, he's the the manager of the of of the team. The our president should not be talking so much. He so he should only be talking at assemblies. Rise. He he Econ Virus Nucleus, but only good things, never bad things. He had to stop uh, you know, f- trying to fight everybody. He has to stop doing that. And that's what I gotta say.
0: All right, Bruno, give me your two cents on this whole situation, and um, also give me what are your thoughts of the timing? I know we talked about it a bit on Twitter. The timing of um, the the post just before the Pastoreta game, I did personally didn't like it. I know you probably didn't either. But speak a little bit about that too, as well as the whole situation that's been going on. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, cause I had
1: no idea he had posted something until I saw, I think it was, uh, posted something on Twitter. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, like, you know, here we go again. Um, and it was definitely the wrong move, especially because it was, I mean, the game was pretty much almost at kickoff and you're going to be sending another post. Like, come on, man. Like use your head sometimes. Um, and I think Steph, um, hit it spot on. I think if he has another outburst like this, if it becomes like another big scandal like this, I think he's done. I think he's out. So I think this time away from the team is going to do good. He needs to recuperate. Um, And he he needs to come back with a a stronger mentality, definitely a stronger mentality, Uh, because he needs to separate being a fan and being a president. When you're a president, you're held to a higher standard. You know, let us who do these podcasts, let us talk. Let us criticize. Don't worry about that. You just worry about, you know, I think our ultimate objective, I think we can all agree on, is winning the league. So let's focus on that. Now, other things. Uh, these main and and these portistas that are on Twitter um, putting their two cents and, and saying he should be gone. Well, of course you want him gone. Porto haven't won a goddamn thing since he's been there. Of course <laughs> they want him gone. Um, Benfica. Yes, they've won, but have they won clean? Mm, I don't think so. You can say they can say this and they can say that, but I'm a hundred percent positive that that, that there's going to be a corruption. Like, there's just so much evidence.
0: Where the, I when when there's smoke, uh, well, there's well, fire. Well, you
2: don't you don't you don't have to you don't have to go too far. We don't have to go to two months ago, two two three years ago, four years ago. You just have to go to uh, this year. You know, was 2 minutes I, I mean, was just you know, about to say yep, I yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if you uh, anybody that says that's a penalty, epa, yeah deve estar drogado,
0: meu.
2: Yeah. I... and then on top of
0: that, Stubal doesn't even get the penalty that they deserve when they're 1-1. Exactly. Yo, exactly. I'm I'm,
1: I'm, I'm telling kidding. you guys right now, um Borthus not winning the league.
0: Alright, bro, I've no. been saying since November no. Porto's not winning the league, but no.
1: I think it's coming back. If he can make this invest,
2: investment of Vinter Campeão five years ago, they yeah. bought this championship five years ago.
1: Yeah,
2: and it's let me... Yeah. Un-
1: yeah, and I, I don't want to get too much into it either, because uh, we're talking about Sporting, and, you know, honestly, I, I don't care it is what it is. Um, But anywho, going back to uh the, to the room provide subject, um. He, I think a lot of Spartanguistas, maybe not a lot, but I think people forget what he's done for this club. Look at the the pavilion that we have. Absolutely beautiful. Um, Look at all the modalities that we have, that we've increased. We're winning everything. Yes, I understand everyone wants the league title, but people also need to stop looking at, at that as the only negativity. I can't stand it. It's not like we're not winning anything. OK, I understand we want to win more. I completely understand that. I want to win more, too. But hell, you go back five years ago. We couldn't win a goddamn thing. We couldn't even get into third place. And we had financial problems. But now you guys want to sit here and, and tell me that we haven't won enough. Or we haven't won this or the league is all that matters. <coughs> so forget who our president is. He could be the biggest piece of shit. But you know what? If we win the league, then it, it, it's all good. No. No. I'm sorry, but no, there's a right way of doing it. And there's a wrong way of doing it. And I think, I don't think he's going to quit. I definitely don't think he's going to quit at all whatsoever. As he shouldn't. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But I think some of the fans just need to reevaluate their positioning. Now, that being said, I think Brunkevai definitely deserves criticism because of the post that he posted, especially before the game. I think it's, it, um, it was stupid but at the same time hell we're 2 and 0 we are 2 and 0 since he posted that and the players I'll tell you what I've seen more fight out of the players these past 2 weeks than I have seen all goddamn season so don't tell yep. me don't tell mm-hmm. me that his comments didn't light a fire up underneath their asses because it did it freaking did it and you did. know what if that's it what it takes if that's what it takes then I'm fine with it now, that being said, let's not do it anymore. I think the message is clear. I think the players received the message. Hey, I'm not fucking around anymore. If you want to be here, you're going to be here. If you think you're bigger than the club, then we'll let you go this summer. So I expect a lot of um, – a couple of players not to be here um, next summer, but that's for another show.
0: Yeah, let me just quickly mention just a few things as well, and then I'll ask you guys a few que- – just one more question that I have left. That, um, anyways. Just to hit on what Bruno said, I mentioned this with my Porto buddy today, my buddy Patrick, another shout-out to him. Um, we've won everything. Everything domestically, we've won under Bruno Cavallo. The only thing we haven't won has been the league. And that's, like he even said, that's 36 games. That's not. That's never guaranteed, well, especially for us. If you're another team, maybe it is guaranteed. But Right. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I mean? That That's probably the hardest thing to win. And, of course, that's what we want. But let's not forget... Three years ago, why or two years ago, whenever George Ju's first year, let's not forget why we didn't win the, first, the that league. Mm. Let's not forget that before Bruno Carvalho, we were coming consistently in third and fourth, we were we we finished in seventh that one year. We were losing yep. Tassas Portugal para Academica. Yeah, let's never forget. And uh, the only thing I, I want to just disagree with you guys a little bit on. Is when you say one more out? I, I actually maybe clarification. When you guys say one more outburst, are you talking about the the uh, against the the team or in general one more outburst like he has with other presidents like Salvador? No, no, no. I'm saying against. No,
1: the t- no. Like against, against, against the, the team. Out.
0: Okay, exactly. If he comes I kind out, of I, I best kind best of agree with you guys. It depends on how it is because if if the team needs another one of these next season, another kick in the pants. Then I'm all for it. We're we're again. We have but, to. see know, but it, it can't know, just be in this manner, of course. But, but you don't but have to. Do it. It. Public, public, publicly, I mean? yeah, yeah,
1: I you agree. With you. He's got to he's got to do it behind closed doors. Moving. I forward. agree with that, that. because I if he if that. he publicizes it, they're gonna kill him.
2: Yeah, as we see. Is I don't, yeah. know he, I don't know. I don't know if he has done it behind closed doors. That you know, he probably has. He
1: probably has. He probably has. And the players are like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I mean, look at some of the damn performances this season. And this is what pisses me off. I'm sorry. But people act like I love our players. I do. But let's not act like they have been putting in these performances all year long. Like I've said before, there's a reason we are in third place. Okay,
0: okay? there is a reason we are in third place. That's it. All right. And just to quickly get to it. Um, because as you guys mentioned not the player the um, whether he've been saying it behind closed doors or not I think a proof that he has been saying it kind of behind closed doors was on that post two hours before the game where he mentions that there's been players that for years have been trying to leave the club and and still haven't um, this might be a little a sensitive subject for uh, especially me because I, I love the guy I think at least the post is more the words William could than anyone else uh, there's not a lot of people in the squad anymore that that um, that really have been with us for years now and that maybe have been looking for that that move away. Quickly, Steph, I know he's one of our captains. He's he's at the end of the day, sir, William Kravadu. I know we love him, but is it time for William to go simply because of maybe his negative presence in the in the locker room that of course we're speculating on, especially from this post? Or do you think that, or do you think differently? Give me, give me your two cents on that little quote from Bruno Crivadu there. That was really the big point of his post. Uh, uh before past
2: okay so b- basically uh it's very simple it's not that complicated uh is release clauses what, 45000
0: 45 million yeah i think so something yeah, like
2: okay. that but yeah, yeah 45, forty-five million, not thousand, but, <laughs> suppose, thousand.
1: At, at the, at the Yuba, forty-five thousand is my release clause.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and nobody sete e
0: sessenta, caralho.
2: You can't do any more yeah, podcasts unless they pay us so that. I know. So, so basically, hey, whoever pays that, then they can get them. It's that simple. The, the thing is, uh, these contracts. So if I come to you and I say, uh, "Danny, you want to play for my club? Yeah, I'm actually paying me. I'm gonna pay you three point five million a year. Are you content? Yeah, but the year-release club is gonna be at forty-five thousand. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, sign. Okay. So now, what? What's the misunderstanding? Was that in another language? Hmm. You know, you see what I mean. Yeah,
0: so 100%. if a club
2: comes and says that uh, I, I, I'm gonna give you 40, 000, 40 million. What do you mean for It's 45. Oh, but I'll give you this and objectives. Oh, okay. I can swing that. That's fine. Then it's fine. So whoever wants to pay him 45 million, yeah, let him go. I have no problem with that. And sa- <laughs> same thing with Gelson. Uh, same thing with uh, Rui Patricio. Same thing with uh, Quats. Same thing with uh, Paulinho. Same thing with Nunesaita. Whoever they want to buy, if they pay the release clause, then we sell them. What's the big deal? But o contrato está lá está lá that's why contracts existing. i don't know why the they, they, the the players feel like victims oh he didn't let me go because they didn't play you for your release clause and you signed 100%. upon it yeah and plus they get bonuses how, how much bonuses do you think they get every time they win a game against port FICA, or they go oh, yeah. to the quarterfinals of a liga europa or they go to the quarterfinals of taça portugal they get bonuses
1: I'm pretty sure they
0: must have a nice bonus for the league, so it's surprising why yeah. they really don't push for it. But
2: exactly. So, so my my answer to you is, if somebody this summer comes to and I'll, I'll get, says, "Hey, Sporting, is $45 million." Okay, thank you. He's your player then? Let him mm-hmm. go. I Mr. it's you hit B, that. No, pode ser. No pode ser como Uh, And then, and then now you want the club to, to lower your release clause. So you shouldn't have signed the contract. It's it's stupidity that that people don't get that. Even the fans, it it annoys me. The player, Mm -hmm. the one, no one put a gun into his head and say, oh, I seen it. It wasn't done like that. It com o representante dele, o advogado dele, o pai, a mãe, filho, Espírito Santo, o vizinho, o avô, a avó, foram lá todos com o fólado,
0: inclusive,
2: com o sublado e comprou o vinho tinto. Isso. E assina o contrato e pronto, mas qual é o mal entendido, pá, não estou a perceber. Pronto, essa é só isso.
0: I think you hit that perfectly. So Bruno, my question to you is do you think there will be a mass exodus of like our most important players? And do you think there should be a mass exodus of, you know, and when I mean our most important players, I mean the ones like Coates, like William, right. like Patricio, you know, it's Bazdost and Cointreau who apparently have been linked with moves away after this. Do you think there yep. will be or and do you think there should be?
1: Uh, I don't see Dost leaving at all. I think he loves the club. Um, uh, I saw the uh, one of our posts that we had put up um, with his comments saying that he loves JJ. He's got a coach that believes in him. He's got a coach that uh, builds the team around him. So I don't know why Bastos would want to leave. Now, if someone comes and hits, hits his release clause, that's one thing. But I don't think any other club uh, in the world is going to hit Bastos' release club. So I don't see him leaving. The only two players I do see leaving is probably William. Um he was already linked to moves beforehand. I think he's definitely gone in the summer. And Shelson as well. I think Shelson, um, there's gonna be teams. I think his release clause is eighty million. Um, I know they were talking about restructuring his deal to make it hundred mil. If they do that, hell I'm all for it. Um do I think Shelson will go for eighty million? I don't know. Depends how he does this summer in the World Cup. But I think those it's are the 60. two Oh, it's sixty, it's not eighty. Really? No, it's sixty oh. million. All right, fair enough. Well, then maybe they will. I mean, it's, it's today's market. But um, the thing with the players, these new generation of players, um, it's not all of them. It's not all of them, but it's a good amount of them. They don't. It, it's um, back in the days when I when I was growing up. I'm talking about the early 2000s. Um, there were a lot of legends. A lot of these legends that loved the club, played for the club. Uh, we're all about the club, uh, like Tati. Um, exactly. That's gone. It's it's And it's it's the new generation of these players. I mean, it is what it is. Money talks. And at the end of the day, they want that move. One, obviously, it's a play in, in a higher league. It means more endorsements. It means more money. At the end of the day, it just means more money, and that's why they want it. But the thing is, if you're going to sign a contract, you have to honor it. Now, you can do what Andrea Carillo did, which is not resign and pretty much ruin your career. That's fine. You can go that route if you like. That's cool. Um, but uh, whatever, basically what I'm trying to say is um, William's gone. I think William's gone. I think especially that that last post, uh, like Danny was saying, it felt like it was directed at him. Um, I don't think Watts will leave either. I don't think Ri Patricio is ever going to leave at all whatsoever um we probably pretty much just sign him to a long time uh contract for the rest of his career uh build him a statue do all that great stuff um so i don't expect um a huge turnaround this summer because one it would be kind of stupid because i i think it would hurt us it would hurt us more than it would help us um but we do have to get i guess some of the bad apples if you want to say. Um, And as much as I love William, I love Sparty. So we have to do what's best for the club. And I think it's letting go
0: of William. A hundred percent. I agree with what you said. Uh, I'm also, I also do love William, but I also have, I also loved, loved Lietzen. and, And one of the reasons why I'm mainly behind my president is also because one, what he said isn't a lie, but two, um, even my favorite player of all time broke my heart going to Porto, um, which is Lietz'in. Um At the end of the day, these players are professionals. You know, <laughs> I mean, look at look at our squad. We have Kuintam who played for Benfica, who said he'd only play for Benfica, and then boom, he goes to Sporting, and he, he admits that Sporting is the love of his life. At the end of the day, these these players are professionals, and um, at the end of the day. Although these players may be the ones winning us the trophies in, in soccer, they're also the ones that are wanting to leave, whether they're captains or not, they're wanting to leave for other, other destinations, for other adventures, and simply for more money. Um, yep. That's really all I have to say. Um, Steph, do you have uh, any news on mod- modalidades before we finish this?
2: Yeah, so uh, the Mutalidades, our uh, handball team yesterday, played at home against uh, Sad Madeira. Uh We won uh, 31-25. to um, And then uh, the good news is uh, Porto tied uh, at home against ABC 24-24. So we're basically in a very comfortable position in first place. This is the final phase uh, of the uh, championship so basically, it's uh, a total of uh, ten games. This was the third game. There's six. There's only six games left. So Sporting is cruising. They're doing what they're supposed to. So, and if we win, it'll be the second year in a row. We'll be Campeonat. So that's outstanding. Um, and um, the all all the other we tied one one, and you, one of you guys mentioned that on Twitter. I don't know if it was you, Danny, or Bruno. Uh, you tweeted that, uh, Sporting Bay. Oh yeah, that was Danny. Uh, that was, was you. I, I I thought it was you because then finally we didn't lose. At least we tied. So
0: <laughs> yeah, it was definitely me, bro. Anything yeah, sassy is me.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was you. I it was you. I, you. Uh, I think I think it's only me and you tweeting anyway oh, no, on our account. Everybody else is lazy. Anyway, um.
0: <laughs> shots. Shots fired.
2: Hey, two two out of five—it's not bad. Get at you. And anyway, sometimes it frustrates me me a little bit. I gotta tell you, um, but anyway, so the mudalitas are doing great, and uh, this weekend we'll have more. Um, but that's it—that's that's all I got, and um, and
0: uh, th- that's all I got, bro. All right, Bruno, anything you want to say before we take off or leave? Uh, what, what, hold on, hold on. What are you guys'
1: uh, predictions for the game this weekend? Ah,
0: pois, pues. que sim. All right. You, all right, we'll do both. All right, we'll do both. I'll do the Bilenis <laughs> game and then also the Porto game. I think Bilenis, local derby, it all depends on what happens the game before, which is uh, Befica-Porto. Nonetheless, I think Sporting will win 2 nothing, And then Porto, I think Sporting will also win 2 nothing. Go, hmm. Brun. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, Porto are going to walk
1: away this year from winning absolutely nothing Um, because we are going to come back. No, I'm serious. We're going to come back and we are going to beat them at home. No doubt in my mind. And I expect us to beat Valencia away... Uh, I'll say 3-1. I'll give them a goal. 3-1. I
0: like that. Steph.
2: Well, I'm got to I got to tell you the new coach of uh, of uh, Nance, comes from yeah. uh, the, uh, uh Bilnes, he comes from from sporting schools. Mm-hmm. So this guy is very he's very yeah. smart. Yeah. I don't know what he did to his players but they they play with a lot of hasa, and con confidence. Even the very, players they got very, in
0: January have really helped them yep. too. Not turn from they,
2: Chelsea. Yep, they very very dangerous in counter attack, very fast. So, if, if we want to, if we want to win against Bolans, we have to be totally focused at one hundred percent. Hopefully, it's not a rainy day because uh, rainy days usually help smaller teams. And um, I am going to say two-one for Sporting, but it's going to be a good game. And if if we don't play one hundred percent like we played today, we're not going to win. I got to tell you, if we don't play at one hundred percent, vamos ganhar no still. But if yeah. we play like today, we will I win just, for sure.
1: I just hope the players don't look ahead at the Porto game and misjudge this game.
2: Exactly. And I I know it sucks because we're playing Sunday and Wednesday again, but the mm-hmm. good thing is all games are home, so we're not playing away. They can just play, go home and rest. So
1: well, we're playing we're playing Valencia away, but uh, yeah. To yeah, Lisbon. But that's yeah. A Lisbon.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you it's half an hour by bus. You know
0: but it, 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 at start. the end of the day, it's a different stadium. It's not as great grass. You know what I mean. There's a lot mm-hmm. of
2: soccer. yeah. No, they they have a pretty good pitch. So, but yeah. let's take care of this shit. Yeah. Tá bem, mas
0: não é não é o avalado, claro. Avalado máquina, Anyway, let's discuss.
2: Against Valencia two one against Porto, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say three one.
1: Wow! Three right. one.
0: And uh, I, I know this isn't sporting, just allow me. Let's just allow me to talk about you know, merda for um segundo predictions on because at the end of the day, it is a clássico in Portugal. What are your predictions oh, sure, sure. of uh Benfica Porto, Steph?
2: But Benfica vai ganhar because o jogo já tá
1: comprado,
0: <laughs> Bruno.
1: Um, <laughs> that was really good, damn. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm hoping it's a tie because we'll, we can make up ground if we win and take care of business. We can make up two points. Uh, but I'm with Steph on this one, man. I think I think this is uh, this is already written in the history books. I think Benfica will win. Yeah,
2: I agree. That, I I that, that, sorry, that investment ahead. was done
1: Look, five years ago. No, this investment was done after the Porto game earlier when yeah. they when Benfica had robbed yeah. them. It was already done. Yeah
2: they already pay they already paid these people for five years in a row. Anyways, Paket is ten or those millions oit mil. I think Bruno after, after the penalty,
0: Bruno said it best penalty
2: against Two uh there's no doubt in my mind. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think Bruno said it best um I think it was maybe a week ago where he said they didn't invest in January because they are in players because they already invested in the league. Um, yeah. But with that being so said, <laughs> with that being said, I'm hoping for a Porto win, not because I want Porto to win the league. I can care who wins the league if it's not sporting. Only because a tie doesn't benefit us anyways because we'll be four points off Benfica. Even if we beat them at Alvalade, we'll be one point away. So that doesn't help us on conquering second. A Benfica win, it will definitely not help us conquering second because Porto will still be ahead of us. Um,
1: yeah, but Porto are going to slip
0: up. I think they're gonna step up think so game. Oh, I, don't I think do. so. If Remember they lose, if they lose against Befica, I hope I hope you're right. I hope we can at least get second. Not that it's anything to be happy about, but at least that means Champions League uh playoffs. Um, I mean that, there is still a chance. I hope we win the league. Like this it's still mathematically possible, so I still the, believe in it. But... Uh, the dream
2: the dream come true the dream come true would be like this: would be uh Porto beating Befica, us beating Bill Nance. We received Bifica, we beat Bifica, and and uh Bifica finishes in third place, we finish in first place, supporting second place. That would be a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah.
1: yeah. Porto are gonna slip up I against would... Maritimo away. Remember that.
2: You know, you know how you I know I... why you might
0: be you might be onto somewhere.
2: You know how I'll celebrate this?
0: Mm. If
2: Sporting was the champion of Portugal, I would celebrate this if I was single with a threesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: you don't have to be single to get a threesome you just need one more stuff i have no
2: but i can't now forget
0: about it okay but i think this is the best place i think this is the best place to end the podcast before steph uh before we start going into foursomes (laughs) 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 all right Anything, anything you guys want to say before we leave bruno
1: um just that, I think it's gonna. I think this is gonna be a very pivotal week for Sporting, um, and I think we're gonna end up on the right side. And like I said, Porto aren't winning a damn thing this year. Steph,
0: uh,
2: no, just uh, Viva Sporting.
0: All right, and for me, all I have to say is Viva Sporting. As we said last uh, last podcast, or as Steph said last podcast, Viva Steph. If you guys appreciate these podcasts. <laughs> send the send the tweet to us hashtag Viva Steph. And uh, we'll see you guys next week where we cover the Bilaninsky game and the Porto game. Tchau! Yeah. Viva o Sporting Clube Portugal, caralho!
2: Viva!